stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite World Talk radio shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept, and one we will explore today on the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe, and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon in Arizona, and I'm telling you, it's one of those amazing days that we have in the winter here. It looks like it's going to get up in the mid-70s today. The sun is coming through my window. I wish I could send it to all of you who are in cold places and just need a little sunshine on your skin. It is just so lovely I apologize for last week. I suddenly had to be in court for an emergency custody hearing for my grandson, and um, we played a rerun. We've rescheduled Dr. Robin Kelly for next week, March 1st, and we're going to be talking about the love healing connection. And those of you who heard him when he was here in November need to know that he's going to bring another song to us, a love song actually called Something Magical. He's an absolutely delightful guest from New Zealand, very much into holistic medicine. And uh, I think this is a show you're not going to want to miss. As a therapist, I've often heard, regardless of why the person came to see me, and especially from women, I don't feel good enough. I'm not good enough. And the question that often follows is, what's the matter with me? Actually, there's nothing, but that's the question. After years of hearing from religious teachers, from parents, from school teachers, um, perhaps siblings and friends about their faults, about their shortcomings, weaknesses, Many people are convinced that they simply don't measure up. The media compounds our negative self-image by setting unrealistic standards for beauty and behavior. We just don't look like that model or that star. We're taught to conform. We have to be like everybody else. If you're not like everybody else, look out. It's not okay. Some religions teach us that we're sinners, born bad. And it's created a separation between us and God. And there's little comfort in turning to the divine for guidance when he's so far away. And when we're bad, how do you come into the presence of absolute goodness? 
And we're taught that emotions aren't to be trusted either. And actually, if we don't have to feel them, that's even better. And we're left to cry, mea culpa, mea culpa, mea maxima culpa, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. And we always don't, we sometimes we don't even know what it is we're guilty of, but we feel that way. We've paid a price for all of this with physical and emotional illness and a feeling sometimes of hopelessness because we're cut off from God or we felt cut off and saw no way to bridge the gap. Sounds bleak. It really isn't, but it sounds that way. Our guest today addresses these issues head on in her remarkable book, Why Self-Acceptance is So Powerful. Barbara White is a powerful healer and gifted self-awareness teacher who has mentored so many people into finding their life purposes that she's been called the midwife to your soul. Don't you love that? She hosts two monthly radio shows and is on the board of directors of Health and Peace Nonprofit, where she's partnered with other gifted gifted healers in co-creating a community-based healing center with a broad reach. Her book, Magnificent You, and her meditation CD, You Are Loved As You Are, are available on her website, and we'll tell you how to reach her in just a few moments. Um, And her new book, Why Self-Acceptance is So Powerful, was just launched a couple weeks ago, February 6th, and it's available now on Amazon.com and her website. Her monthly articles can be read in BodyMindSpiritGuide.com. And I would encourage you to go there. Barbara owns Accepted As I Am Retreat Center, a spiritual growth, wellness, and healing center located in Plymouth, Michigan, cold country. It is such a pleasure for me to introduce to you, to bring to the Self-Improvement Show, Barbara White. Barbara, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Irene. I'm really excited to be on the show today and looking forward to what's going to unfold. Um, well, we never know. <laughs> we, we just let spirit take care of that, and and we'll just follow along. Uh, before we even get started, I want you to tell our listeners how they find you and how they find your book, because it may be to their benefit while they're listening to check you out on the web, because you you have some powerful things to offer them. So, how can they reach you? Sure, sure. Um, you can go on to acceptedasiam.com, so acceptedasiam.com, and there is some articles, there's information, there's meditations, um, and different links that you can go to. Um, if you happen to be in the Michigan-Plymouth area or um, are looking to have a self-acceptance, self-awareness session, you can call me here at the Healing Center at 734-455-1438. That number is 734-455-1438. And, um, oh, and then you can read the, the, the book, as Irene already said, is available, um, Why Self-Acceptance is So Powerful, is available on Amazon.com. Fantastic. Now, Barbara, tell us just a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Where are you coming from? How did you get where you are? Wonderful. Oh, absolutely. Okay, great. Um, I'm a crazy lady. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> crazy ladies are always welcome on this show. 
So um, every I like to hear everybody's journey and where we came from because it's it's there's always a piece that we can connect to. And for me, uh, my journey began at uh, like eleven or twelve. I, I knew that I was intuitive. I was psychic. I could hear it, hear energy, hear angels, and um, but was really really angry, just really really angry, and um, also had the blessing of being born into a family that um, I was trained to be a healer. Uh, so when I was about 11 or 12, I gave my first acupuncture treatment and she learned Qigong and different healing arts. Wow. But I like to tell people that even with all of that, um, it wasn't really until I, I want to say I got it or I had the, the heartbreaking open of really understanding that it, when I accept my humanity, I know my divinity. And that I see where a lot of, you know, there's a lot of great um, psychics, if you will, that are, are, are not grounded in their body, grounded in who they are, not really embodying uh, love, spirit, peace, joy as themselves. And so for me, my journey is my gift was open at a young age, but I still had to accept my humanity. Um, I find that most people's journey is they have to accept their humanity or really come into a greater understanding of who they are and then their gift, um, their gift or what they're meant to bring to the planet really is uncovered, it's discovered. And so in one way is not better than the other. One's left, one's right, but they're both, um, they're both just different ways going down the journey. Um, so I actually began uh, serving using naturopathic principles and acupuncture and um, I saw that people that I talked to about self-acceptance, self-love, and I wasn't completely aware of what I was talking about, but what I would see before my eyes is I saw people spontaneously shifting and healing. And I fought it for a couple years. I said, no, 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 that's not happening, that's not happening. But then after a couple years of, of fighting our light and fighting my light like what everybody does, I finally accepted it. And then from that point on, things really took off. Um, when I really said, okay, God, use me. Use me to create a better world. Use me in any way that you see fit. And um, and then I started documenting these self-acceptance sessions and really taking the wisdom that I was experiencing, expressing through me and as me, uh, and put it into the book because I was, I was literally having, for me, I was having to catch up with my own gift. I was having to become more authentic and grounded in what I was doing and really understanding it and under and becoming a greater teacher of it. And so as I documented it, it ended up becoming this book, Why Self-Acceptance is So Powerful. You know, it's interesting because it's not been too long that we were even able to talk about self-love, self-acceptance, you know, self-esteem, all of these things. Um, people made us feel like we were just totally into ego um, because we did it and and yet it's so cr- incredibly important mm-hmm. you know and we're having more and more voices express this need to accept ourselves and love ourselves you know I just had Gary Spinell on a couple, um, couple weeks ago who wrote a book it was you all along and he's talking basically about how our stuff gets in the way of manifesting the kind of life we want and talked a lot about self-acceptance, self-esteem. So, you know, you're, as, you know, looking at it, trying to see the big picture, you're really right on target right now mm-hmm. with this book. Um, it's interesting with this whole self-love thing because it's, it's many times people see self-love as selfish, right? Yes. And, um and it's interesting because I can't remember who it was uh, that, that told me this, but in an, I forget what culture it is, but it's still important to what I'm saying, 
is I remember there's a culture that has two different words for the word selfish, and I wish we had more of that languaging in, in here because most of what people describe as selfish is really people saying, you change so I feel better. You, 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 you do something different so I can feel better. And, and to me, that is selfish. Yes. But self-love is actually is more selfless because you're, you're actually having to face your perceived unlovabilities. You're having to uh, look within, which takes a lot of courage, a lot of, um, you know, we'd rather do anything than look within. We'd rather do anything than face our stuff. So self-love, I feel, is not only selfless, but it's extremely powerful in how it can uh, heal our body, can affect our life, can change everything around us. So it's really the opposite of what people think. Yeah, and it's a shame, but most, you know, there's some old teachings still going around that bring us to this. There used to be a saying going around, I haven't heard it for a long time, but, you know, it's something like, God don't make no junk, you know, and and it was (laughs) sort of the first step into saying, it's okay to be who you are. Mm. You know, you can, it's okay to like who you are. God didn't make bad stuff. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're okay. Um, there's still a lot of people who don't believe that yet. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it, absolutely. And it's, that we have beliefs that say um, that if I play small, if I really go into this false humility, I am somehow being going to be rewarded by this deity in the sky. And, and if I pretend to be small and I pretend to keep keep all those agreements I've made with mediocrity that I'm somehow going to be rewarded. So that belief that being small and I'll be loved, that, that belief that if I uh, have this false humility, somehow it makes me more uh, approved, you know, more approved by, by God. Plus, well, that, the, that, go ahead. The meek shall inherit the earth is yes, what we're told. Yes, <laughs> yes. And it's, it's interesting because it's like... When we realize that we're really here to radiate our divine qualities, that when we accept that we have those eternal qualities within us of love, beauty, joy, peace, and happiness, and when we realize we're here to embody them, because most people will agree the greatest way to teach is through our living example. And so if you're teaching through your living example and you're letting those qualities of the divine be embodied as you and radiating out, just think what you're teaching to others. And when you're being uh, when you're being small or you're 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 playing small, just think what you're teaching to others there, especially children. And I want you to hold that thought. It's time for us to take a break. I want to come back to that when we come back. This is Irene Conlon for the Self Improvement Show. My guest Barbara White saying, "Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more." Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at World Talk Radio. Are you looking to improve your personal or professional branding? What about your business? We've got a program that will help streamline your image management. Tune in to Marketing Matters, hosted by Yasmeen Anderson-Smith. Your business and public image is important to your customers' perceptions. And in this day and age, how you market yourself or your company can make the difference between running a successful business and shutting it down. Marketing Matters can be heard every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on World Talk Radio Variety. 
World Talk Radio presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. My guest today is Barbara White. And I have a question for you, Barbara. You've been called a midwife to the soul. Sounds wonderful, but what does that mean? Hmm. Well, first, when we look at the statement, um, the midwife to the soul, it's important to keep it in the context that who we are is already here. So the love that we are, the, the health that we are, the joy that we are is already here, uh, meaning that the body, it's actually easier for your body to be healthy than it, already, than it is to be ill, meaning you already have health within you, and it actually takes more energy for your body to be sick. Um, likewise, happiness is something, not something you make happen. It's already there within you. Happiness is not something. As soon as you try to strive for, work for, effort towards happiness, you're actually creating something outside of happiness. And with the process of becoming who we are, the process of really opening up to our true nature, our, our brilliant genius, the child of God, the spirit, the joy that we are, is a process of letting go. And so being a midwife to the soul is knowing that I'm helping and facilitating and birthing that, helping that process of, of bringing that you into you. And as the person comes into a greater compassion, uh, compassionate observation, observing of they, what they think is them. They think they are their past stories. They think they are their failures. They think they are that insecurity. And as they come into a place of feeling that insecurity or that pain or that past with compassion, they, they bring, it's like a, an ointment or a, uh, an ointment around that pain when you witness it and you bring that non-judgmental, non-reactive, uh, acceptance to that pain, to that fear. You're bringing, you're birthing you into you. You're alchemizing your true identity as love, as spirit into your human form. It's interesting that we're not taught this in the beginning, isn't it? <laughs> How easy it would be if we if we got to first grade even knowing what beautiful beings we are, you know, how amazing we are. Is you know why did you decide to write a book? Um this your concepts are pretty new actually. 
Um, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, don't read much about self-acceptance the way that you write about it. Well, I, I wrote it as a way of understanding what was happening before my eyes. Um, it was a, I wrote it as a way of understanding the gift that God had um, ordained me to bring to the planet. So I, I wrote it to understand uh, what was happening and to take that word acceptance and really understand the multidimensional levels of it. All, all spiritual truths really have multi-multi-layers to it. That's why when you hear the, the story of Christ and the, the birthing of Jesus, you don't say, ah, I've already heard the story, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, right. No, there's always more. There's always so, more. It's, so we take these, like, so if, you, if someone took even the word love or beauty or acceptance and they pondered on that word and they really allowed themselves to look beyond the surface level and see the beauty and see the, the multidimensional realm of ever-expanding good, which I also like to call heaven, that realm of ever-expanding good, ever-expanding expression into greater joy and greater peace. If they took that one word and actually sat down today and they took one word they really love, like uh, love or beauty or joy or acceptance, and they begin to ponder on it a little day every day instead of pondering on all this negative stuff that people like to ponder on, but you begin to ponder on a word that they really resonate with, you'll find so much delicious yumminess in life and, and within your existence. Oh, yes. And I love the word ponder, by the way. It's one of my favorite words, mm. uh, to ponder. It, it just, it, to ponder. You know, and it, it takes you in all kinds of different directions. Um, let's talk a little bit about self-acceptance. When you talk about self-acceptance, what are you talking about? I mean, it seems so self-evident. I mean, it means I'm going to accept myself, but it's much mm-hmm. deeper than that. Talk a little bit about it. Sure, sure. When people hear acceptance, they immediately think of things I find like, I, oh, I, I like my hair, I like my car. They really think of these external things. But self-acceptance is really a continual evolution in, in who you are and who you identify yourself with. So we only hold on to things, we only hold on to that which we're identified with. So ultimately, the things that you can't let go of, the things, to our listeners, the things that you can't let go of are really the things that you're actually identified with. And the paradox is, though, that which you accept or love transforms, and that which you resist persists. So if you actually embrace and learn how to love the pain, you actually know joy. If you learn how to witness and be with fear, you'll actually know happiness. And so when you learn how to accept or be with or love the fear, the, the, the pain that's within you, you bring acceptance to it. And as you do that, what happens is right on the other side of that, that pain, that fear, that limiting belief, that mud, right on the other side of that is a greater version of yourself. Right on the other side of that is a whole new understanding. Unfortunately, what a lot of people do is that pain, that limiting belief, that fear, they'll sit there and they'll analyze it for years. Or they'll sit there and, oh, yeah, it came from my mom, and it started when I was four years old, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, which, okay, it's, it's okay to kind of know, get to know your story. But at some point, you've got to let it go, and, and that's the power and the simplicity of self-acceptance. Self-acceptance is so simple, yet it's a continual practice of learning how to be with the pain, be with the fear, and from that, that deep inner surrender comes out a greater joy, a greater happiness, a greater expression of who you really are. And, it keeps, and if you keep on practicing, that keeps on happening. 
Right. It's almost like driving on a on a a mountain that has hairpin curves, and around the next corner is something so beautiful. You know, you you think, well, it can't get better than this, and you go around a corner, and it just did. Yeah, it's it's yes. even more beautiful. <laughs> it just did. In your book, you talk about mud. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell, tell us what you sure, mean by sure. mud and what it has to do with self-acceptance. Sure. So we, we, we look at these things. Uh, the mud itself is, is the limiting beliefs, the pain, the fear, all the stuff that we kind of don't like within ourselves. And we go ahead and we label it as bad. We say, okay, it's bad. And the no- moment we label it as bad, we now actually start this, this tug of war with that thing within ourselves or with our world. And if we can give a little space with the mud, if we, if we can give a little space, it will actually shift. So the mud is a mindful understanding of the density, but it's really that acronym doesn't fully explain it. Which, the mud is really that, that, that thing within us that we've labeled so bad that actually has a great gift in it. The, Poly- the Polynesian culture, when, they're, when their child would have a nightmare, that instead of going and, com- and, and just saying, oh, honey, oh, honey, and then reacting to the nightmare, when the child came, came with the, the, let's say, the mud of the nightmare, the parent would say to them, what's the gift? What's the gift that that nightmare is bringing you? And so it's looking at all these things within ourselves that we've labeled as so bad, that mud is actually has a gift within it that's it's seeking to come to us. Oh, and that's such a wonderful lesson. You know, when we ever do learn to say, what am I supposed to learn from this? Or what, what's in this that I'm supposed to know or grow from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It makes everything change. You know, it does. You, it, it, yeah, it absolutely does. It, it's, uh, what am I supposed to learn? The only thing I see what people do when they say they want to learn from something is they still have some of that Catholic guilt hanging around. And what they do is they're like, oh, i got to learn from this. And they have such a uh, uh, kind of uh, misery, the, the, the misery within them, like, oh, I'm learning my oh, lesson. Yeah, I'm, and I, yes, <laughs> and I, I like to tell work. people, yes, yes, it's a lesson, but it's a lesson of the greater involvement of your joy. It's a lesson in realizing the beauty, the joy, the truth of who you are. It's a lesson in a greater expansion of your beauty. It, that, that any problem we really have in our life, any mud that comes up, is really something that's seeking to emerge through us. It's something that's seeking to be born through us. And so a lot of times when I hear people say that lesson word, I'm like, I can feel all that guilt energy on it. Like, it's almost like they like the, the pain, the, the, the suffering of it all. I hadn't thought of it that way. That's very interesting. You know, when I say it, I, I guess I, I see it different because I love to learn. Yes, yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes my lesson is, wow, I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> you know, or, you know, <laughs> I, didn't I, I didn't know I could live through a thing like that. Isn't that wonderful? Look at all the yeah. things. Look at all the things I know now. You yes, know, it's, yeah. um, it's, all, it's, it's getting to be much more of an exciting adventure. Yeah, that, you know, and that's so key. That's so key. That's so, that's so wonderful that you authentically live that in your life, that adventure. Because a lot of people don't. They, they, they find something that they need to learn on. And what they do is and then they, con- they really condemn yesterday and the past how many ever years that they didn't know it. I should have known that. I should have. And I like to say, you know, a tree, when it grows, when it expands out into another limb, it doesn't look at its other limbs and say, I'm bad. You are so bad for not knowing that. Yeah. yeah. Why, did, <laughs> so, yeah why didn't you know that? I have a friend who's an awfulizer. 
And it's always interesting <laughs> how we can see things so different. You know, yesterday she said, I'm glad you don't have that anymore. That was so horrible. And I said, what, what do you mean it was horrible? She said, well, it was just horrible. And I said, you know what? That word isn't even in my vocabulary. That isn't even something I would ever consider, that it was horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, she was talking about I had a cat with a very, very bad habit. I no longer have the cat, but she was such a little love being. You know, I didn't mind cleaning up after her messes because she was such a loving thing. It wasn't horrible to me at all. Mm-hmm. But my friend saw it as horrible. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's just, it's so interesting the way we are, isn't it? Isn't it just fascinating? It is. It is. It's, it's, you know, it's almost like there's two camps of people that really can say, Everything happens for my greater good. And again, not in the place of everything happens for my greater good and I'm just suffering and, 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 and um, in misery about my life, but everything, meaning everything happens for everything is happening for my good, for my grander unfoldment, for my greater joy. And then there's the other camp of people that say everything is happening against me, that life is not really for me, it's against me, and this world is against me, and nothing is happening for my good. And it really is the, it's a huge difference between that camp of people and another camp of people. I know, it's like night and day, and you think, we're not, we're not seeing the same world here. Mm-hmm. No. no. We, no. we have different kind of glasses on. Oh, it's, it's wonderful to be able to see all the differences around us and, and, and still, you know, it's just wonderful. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's time for us to take another break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about where meditation fits into the self. Uh, acceptance process. So this is Irene Conlon with my guest Barbara White saying we're going to go to a break right now. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword World Talk Radio. World Talk Radio presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness is delighted to finally have the opportunity to fulfill the requests of our many guests and listeners to extend the Mind, Brain, and Body experience to a second hour. Tune in for The Lyceum, Critiques of Ancient and Modern Understanding with Dr. Michael Kell. The purpose of this show is to explore and expand upon mankind's continual efforts to explain why we exist. Join us each week as we continue our fireside chats with some of the most remarkable thinkers living today. The Lyceum airs Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on World Talk Radio Variety. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. 
are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Barbara White. We've been talking about self-acceptance and um, Barbara's new book, Why Self-Acceptance is So Powerful. We were, we're, we've been talking about all facets of um, self-acceptance and very a, a little tiny bit about the process. So I, what I want to ask you, Barbara, is how does meditation fit in? to the self-acceptance process and talk a little bit more about the process itself. Sure, sure. Uh, meditation, a lot of times that when I worked with people in the last 11, 12 years and, and growing up in this, I, I see people enter into meditation with immediately wanting to um, quiet their mind and, and get still and get peaceful. And that actually sets up the person for an inner struggle. So they'll sit there in their meditation and struggle, struggle, struggle. And rather than doing that, um, when you meditate with the intention of self-acceptance, it's dropping into meditation and just noticing what you're present to. So if you, right in that moment, you want to, uh, I don't know, kill yourself, you want, you're mad at your boss, you um, are really irritated about this bill that came in the mail, whatever's there, just allow yourself to be present to it and to breathe. And so it's watching the mind, it's watching the emotions, and it's letting yourself deeply feel what is there. So rather than try to rise above it, rather than try to think positive, you're actually going through it, you're going into it. And this process can be very intense and very simple. Um, if, if at any point, you, so a lot of times when people hear that, oh, you want me to feel more, that feeling is healing. They say, well, I'm feeling all the time, and I'm, I'm feeling, and I'm crying, and I'm, I'm, what do you mean feel more? And when I say feel, I mean feel in a non-reactive, non-judgmental way, meaning you're allowing yourself to feel that, that without, when you're dropping to meditation, you allow yourself to feel what's there without going into more story that you shouldn't be feeling this way. Because a lot of times the two things that people do when a feeling comes up is they'll say, I shouldn't be feeling this way, I shouldn't, this shouldn't be here. Or they go into, why is this here? Why is this here? Why is this here? And, right. it's, yeah. and if people can take one thing, one thing away from, from listening to me today, is that the why always comes in after, after, after you've let it go. And so a lot of what people do when they, they go and they, they think they're going to solve all their problems, they think they're going to find all the answers. And actually with self-acceptance and just being present to what's there, you maybe don't even get all your questions answered. It's more that the questions fall away or even the questioner falls away. And, and you come from in that deep witnessing and coming in, going into the pain, you actually come into that more expanded awareness of yourself. Okay, let's, let's elaborate on that. Let's say um, I just had a big fight with my husband i don't have one so we can use that <laughs> uh, i just and i'm angry mm-hmm. and i go to meditation and i'm i'm still feeling angry and i'm thinking mm-hmm. 
oh, I can't be angry. A spiritual person wouldn't be angry. Mm. I can't feel this. This is not okay. I need to feel love and joy and peace and all these lovely things. What should I do with that? How, how do you work with that? Mm-hmm. What would you tell me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with that anger, I would say be with the anger. Be present to the anger and allow yourself to feel it and breathe. And then as you allow yourself to be with it, a layer of it would come up. And then you'd keep on breathing and witnessing and, and deeply feeling it. And then another layer would come up. And so the process, it sounds incredible. I know, incredibly simple again. But it, it, So what I'm going to do is, if you don't mind, just take people through a one, two-minute process so they can really feel what I'm talking about. Does that do sound it. good? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so one thing I like to do with people and really understanding this principle and how to apply it into their life is taking an affirmation. And rather than trying to mentally strain to convince yourself, what I want you to do is feel the resistance or feel the mud that's pushing away, pushing against this affirmation. So when I say this affirmation, so if you're listening, getting into a, a position where you can look within, you're going to welcome up the resistance to this statement. And even before that, just taking a moment, looking within, noticing what you're present to, noticing what you're feeling, and noticing what you're thinking. Notice any part of you that's trying to push it away, trying to change it. And then just notice any part of you that's trying to hold on to it. Very good. And take your emotional temperature again. Just notice what you're feeling. And breathe and feeling, knowing that what you love or accept releases and that what you resist persists. And so now welcoming any resistance to this statement when I say, I am willing to feel how loved I am. I am willing to feel how loved I am. Notice any resistance to that. Resistance can be felt as thinking, fear, worry, doubt, or tension in the body. So just notice any tension to that statement. I am willing to feel how loved I am. Very good. And then doing it one more time, stating within your heart and mind, using the affirmation like a rudder to your boat and allowing the winds and the waters of spirit to carry it, knowing that just like a cut on your arm knows how to heal, your heart, your emotional body knows how to heal without you telling it what to do. So you're just feeling that emotion, feeling that resistance. As I say again, I am willing to feel how loved I am. Wonderful. And then now as you've cleared some of the resistance to it, now, now that you've dropped into that acceptance, that yin, you've allowed yourself to feel it, state one more time within your heart, I am willing to feel how loved I am. And feel what it would feel like to be loved. Not the details, not the how, but feel what it would feel like. Know that that wisdom, once you clear that resistance, the wisdom of that statement, the the truth of that statement is already within you. So allow yourself to feel it. And then bring up that feeling even more. Let yourself feel how loved you are. And let it get a little more. Very good. Now, if you had any trouble bringing up the feeling of how loved you are, that just means you have more resistance, more mud to love. 
knowing that it, as you feel it, as you allow those layers to come up, that truth, that spirit, that embodiment of the love, the beauty, the joy, the genius that's truly you will come into your awareness. And that's self-acceptance. <laughs> and that's lovely. That's a lovely <laughs> exercise. And people can do this for themselves, actually. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right quite well it's interesting the image i get of the mud and i didn't get this when i was reading the book but i'm getting it now you know how we use mud packs on our face so our face gets more beautiful yeah yeah uh, yeah it's like that you gotta get to you gotta get the mud on you you know to, to get to the beauty. People, people can definitely use this at home they can um they can uh, take affirmations that they've done and really, really drop in and see if they, and if you don't use affirmations, then, then use some or use some. I'm sure there's some that you've heard, people have heard by listening to your show. Um, but use an affirmation and see if you really believe it. See if you really radiate it. When you say it, do you feel it in your core? Because you can, you can sit there and mental, mentally masturbate anything, but do you really feel it in your heart? Do you really feel it in your body? Because acceptance is really yin or feminine. It's the divine feminine. It's the, it's the heart energy. And as you allow yourself to embody it or feel it, then you can go into the masculine, which is masculine doesn't mean gender. It means principle. You go into the masculine of expressing it or, or, or taking action on it in your life. But a lot of what acceptance is and the self-acceptance process is very feminine, very yin. It's, um, it's the opposite of a lot of what the world teaches. The world teaches take action, focus, think positive. And all that is important. I'm not saying that. But if it's grounded in the feminine, in the yin, in the self-acceptance, it's far more powerful. Yeah. What are the results when you really start accepting yourself just the way you are? Without trying to change everything, what what do you see happening in people's lives because of self acceptance? Mm, mm. So what I see is people become more relaxed. Um, they realize that they're flawed and they're awesome. They begin to not identify so closely with their thoughts and and with with what they're doing, and so they really allow the space for. Uh, more compassionate, more loving expression to come in their life. Um, I've seen self-acceptance heal everything um, from cancer within my own mother to arthritis to um, deep depression for 10 years. Because if we keep on trying to find the solution and the problem, or I like to say the health and the cancer, we keep on, it's, it, we keep on trying to, it's almost like an eyeball trying to see itself. And as we allow that deep surrender, that acceptance, that letting go, I've seen it heal everything from serious health issues to to emotional issues because um, the person finally says, oh, you mean I don't have to solve this? You mean mean I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm like... I'm like on a basketball court and I'm sitting here wrestling other players for the ball. And you mean I can step off the court and I can become the witnesser, the watcher to my own life? A lot of the self-acceptance process helps people to, to really become that compassionate witness into their own life. Or I like what uh, Don Miguel Ruiz calls it. He goes, become the stalker to your own self, being yeah. able to watch your own self. But that watcher, that watcher, that observer that happens through the self-acceptance, through that letting go, through that, that feeling of the pain without going into feeling it in a non-reactive, non-judgmental way, um, you, that observer is your soul. It is your spirit. It is, it is feeling God is you. 
And it makes a tremendous difference. It does. It does. It changes life. It changes life. It heals bodies. I mean, that's why, you know, that's why I do this work, and that's why, um, I mean, I know I, that's why you have the blog is because we know that consciousness always trumps content, or our inner reality is going to shape the external reality and that we have that power, that when we realize that we have already have spirit, love, God given fully of itself as us, and that when we come into a realization of that, we, like a tuning fork, we help others around us to realize that they're all right already, that there's nothing wrong with them. Like you said in the beginning, walking around saying what's wrong with me, that, that the only thing that's wrong with us is we keep on asking what's wrong with us. Yes. And that when you... <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with you. The answer no. is there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's... I guess what I want to say is it's a gift that keeps on giving because the the results of one person getting into real self-acceptance has such an impact on everyone around that it, it you know, it's exponential. In it its is. Impact. It is. I've seen mothers. So I love working. I mean, I, you know, women more are attracted to this work than men. Um and so I've seen more mothers than men, but but men, of course, this applies to men and women. Um, but I've seen mothers heal their children by their own self love and self acceptance. I mean, I, I saw I've, I've actually seen more than more than ten women because a lot of allergies are caused by fear. And as the woman began to how to learn how to be with fear and how to be non reactive, and then from that place of accepting or being with it wasn't in fear anymore, right? So she, she, by being with it, it released. Um, and then came into a greater embodiment of her spirit. The allergies of the child went away. So it's like we can't, it's like the Course in Miracles says, you can't heal alone. You can't love and accept yourself and not, and if we realize that that inner work is actually the most powerful, powerful thing that we can do to help these problems in our life that we, if we stop, if we actually stop taking so much action and being like chickens with our head cut off. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, and then that it did some inner work. We'd actually realize, we'd, we'd realize that our, our, just our presence can, can heal and uplift those around Absolutely. And while we go to our last break, I want those of you who are listening to think about your own self-acceptance and what you're trumpeting to the world around you. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Barbara White, saying, please stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more. We're making it easier to listen to the World Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hi, this is Rochelle and Jeff from Travel Hub Radio with another Travel Hub tip. You're late for your flight and there is a long line at the security checkpoint. What can you do as a traveler to improve time and efficiency and make your flight quickly? One idea is to take everything out of your pockets, such as sunglasses, cell phones, PDAs, pagers, and other metal and electronic objects. Put them in an easily accessible pocket on your carry-on luggage. If security asks you to display or operate these items, they're right there. 
Plus, you won't hold up the line when you have to do the walk. A metal belt buckle or a wristwatch is usually not a problem, but be aware of them and ready to remove them quickly if needed. Wear comfortable shoes that can be quickly slipped off and on if you are asked to remove them. Most of all, if the security personnel give you specific directions or ask you a question, don't argue. Just comply and cooperate. It's not personal. They're just doing their job. For traveling tips and much more, make sure you tune in to Travel Hub Radio or listen to the show archives and podcast right here on World Talk Radio and at TravelHubRadio.com. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is our last lap. My guest today is Barbara White. We've been talking about self-acceptance, uh, a very important topic. Barbara has her own radio show, and I want you to tell us about that, Barbara. When do you broadcast, and how, do people, how can people hear you? Oh, thank you. You can go to BodyMindSpiritRadio.com, BodyMindSpiritRadio.com, and you'll see my happy face there, and you can click on it. It's the Accepted As I Am show, and it goes every fourth Tuesday from 10 to 11. It's also archived, so you can listen to it there. Um, and every first Tuesday from 10, or I'm sorry, 7 to 8, I have the Women's Empowerment Show where we bring on just amazing women, amazing guests that when we ask them, really, what does it mean to be an empowered woman? A woman how can you give back? What's a woman's greatest challenge? And we ask those questions to every guest, allowing that um, understanding of really redefining what it means to be an empowered woman. Um, and also, those that are listening that happen to be in the Michigan area, uh, Tuesday evenings um, here in Michigan um, from 7 to 8 will be a workshop. Um, and if you f- friend me on Facebook at Barbara White, B-A-R-B-R-A, White, W-H-I-T-E, I'm very good at sending out uh, upcoming events through Facebook. So that's uh, probably the best way to find out something coming up. And, um, yeah. Fantastic. What kind of work do you do in your retreat center? Oh, um, well, I love to see people one-on-one. Um, so I work as a spiritual teacher and a mentor. Um, and people come in, and I have the honor of, of loving them and helping them to show, show them how beautiful they are. But a, part of my gift is I'm able to intuit what a person's core belief, uh, core limiting belief is. And so I compassionately present that to someone and help them not just to analyze it or fix it, but teach them how to thank it, how to bless it, how to love it, and really see that that limiting belief, I'm not good enough, or I'll never make it, or people are out to get me, that belief is actually trying to protect them, and and that if they're able to thank it and bless it, that that belief was actually created in childhood as a way of coping with life. 
but we're not sitting there to trying to analyze a belief or, or, or add more beliefs on top of it. We're really there to thank it and forgive it and bless it and feel it, feel the pain, feel the heaviness of that belief. And that's part of what I do in the one-on-one processes with people. I also do retreats. I have one coming up March 31st that's specifically on why self-acceptance is so powerful here in Plymouth. And then I have one in April. I co-facilitate a retreat with Dr. Eldridge Huntington, who's a phenomenal healer, um, and we're, we do that up at Song of the Morning in Vanderbilt, Michigan. And they can find all this on your website. They sure can, acceptedasiam.com. Fantastic. So talk a little bit about the benefits of self-acceptance. We did, we did some. Um, just run through the, uh, the benefits. Sure, sure. Self-acceptance can help you to let go of emotional pain that you've been holding on for many, many years. It can help to heal your body because every body issue has emotional component. So as you come into feeling that pain, feeling that emotion, and have the courage to move through it, you clear up those neuropeptides that are kind of like saran wrap around your organs. They don't yeah. let nutrient, nutrients in. They don't let they don't let toxins out. So as you feel your emotions in a non non judgmental way, and you let yourself be with it, ten minutes a day, ten minutes a day, if you actually sat with it, and if you you but the key there, excuse me, I don't mean to, yeah, I do mean to interrupt. The key is in a non-judgmental way, and we're so used to judging every feeling, every thought that we have. Yes, you know? yes, yes. And we ask, you know, and that's, I just feel drawn to say one more thing around that, if you don't mind. Um, that, you know, asking why, 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 why am I feeling this way? You know, we did that because when we were a child and we were feeling pain or we felt emotion, we weren't taught the tools of self-love and self-acceptance. So our overly helpful mind said, well, I'll give you a why. I'll tell you why you're feeling that way. You're feeling that way because you're wrong. You're feeling that way because you're broken. Yes. You're feeling that way because you're stupid. And so that toxic why, <laughs> why am I feeling this way, why, 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 it's so toxic because you can sit there and ask why and then point the fingers to yourself, beating up on yourself. It's like a knife in your leg, and then you beat yourself up for that knife being there. Or you can sit there and blame everybody else of why you're feeling this way. And if you just take that radical self-acceptance with a radical self-responsibility and feeling that pain, the pain can leave. And it, can be, it, it, doesn't, have to be, it doesn't have to take years or months. It can leave. And the big shift is that we've always thought our mind had to do this. Yes, yes, yeah, and that to realize that that it, it, it doesn't that it's it's actually outside of the mind that it's actually that that intuitive wisdom that divine intelligence that is that whether you want to call it spirit or love or joy or God is really what does the healing. A- absolutely, and, and if people just ponder on that one <laughs> for, a, for a while, I mean, even that thought alone is healing. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, yeah. You don't have to tough this out with your mind and come to all kinds of logical conclusions. You know, open up your heart and, and deal with the emotions um, makes quite a bit of difference. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit of difference. Do you think that we'll ever get to the point that self-acceptance will be taught to our children? Mm, I think we're getting there. I think we're slowly, we're, we're beginning to get there. We're, with all these systems falling away, or these systems that we realize are not working, um, our educational system, our financial system, our medical system, and we're realizing that this um, systems that we have based on um, greed, I got to get mine, and and uh, that these systems that really don't nurture the the person and nurture the soul 
Um, I think we're realizing that self-acceptance is great. Self-love, self-acceptance is greatly, greatly needed, and it, it really is the way to empower your child. You know, it's, it's less important for them to get that perfect A and to follow ex- all, all the rules exactly. It's more important that they love themselves, that they believe in themselves, and that they have a positive, healthy attitude with, about themselves because if they have that, then they're empowered to do anything in the world. It doesn't. They could have gotten been a straight A student, but if they don't really like themselves, then you know, because how we treat ourselves is how we're, we're, we vibrationally teach others how to treat us. And so, if I don't like myself and I'm, I'm beaten up on myself in my heart, I'm going to have other people reflect that back to me. And so, by loving and respecting yourself, you you, you actually are safer in the world, and you can trust your own voice, and you can listen to yourself when there's danger. So I hope so. I hope it gets I hope it gets into, you know, I'd love to see this continually grow in all the ways that it is. Yeah, we're down to the very last minute of the show, so what's the thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today, Barbara? Mm, I'd love to leave them with remembering that who they are is already there, and we're not here to fix, change, or edit or improve who they are, but rather it's a deeper surrendering to their divine identity and an opening up to the love that they are. And if they're willing to, if they're just simply willing to become who they truly are and open up, great miracles can happen in your life. If you're willing to shine and you're willing to love yourself, all of life will conspire to support you in that good. Ah, wonderful. Next week's guest is Dr. Robin Kelly. We'll be talking about the Love Healing Connection. I want to thank Barbara White for being our guest today. Barbara, I think we're going to need to have you back one of these days. Oh, thank you, thank you. I have a... I have a handbook that's going to be coming out to the Why Self-Acceptance is So Powerful. It's got pictures and graphs and, and a how-to process, <laughs> a weekly. So I would love, love, love to send that your way and, 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 uh, and talk about that. Oh, I'd love that, too. Um, so, hey, listeners, take, take a look. Watch the schedule. Barbara will be back. This is Irene Conlon with the Self-Improvement Show saying come back again next week to hear Dr. Robin Kelly. Thank you for being our guest today. God bless. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.